This is the QBC podcast on employee engagement, episode 4 for August 2nd, 2007. Hello and welcome. My name is Conor Moynihan and I'm joined by QBC's Managing Director, Michael Byrne. Hello, Michael. Hi, Con. How are you? I'm very well. And yourself? Very good. Now. We're talking about employee engagement. We're talking about emotional intelligence. Yes. Tell us again, what is that? Uh, emotional intelligence, Con, is a person's capability or a leader's capability to respond appropriately to, to their situation. And today, the focus of today's podcast is around stress management. Very important. Element. Very, very important. Um, there's two elements that come into stress management. First of all, someone's stress tolerance and also their impulse control. Just broad brush strokes on those. Con- stress tolerance is the amount of stress you can handle. Okay. So if you like, if you want to think about um, a leader, think about yourself as a leader, as a truck, how many tons of weight can you carry? So okay. uh, an average score in stress tolerance is around 100. Somebody who scores 115 can handle more stress. Somebody who can uh, who scores themselves in emotional intelligence 130 can handle mm. quite a lot of stress. Mm. Um, that's the first facet, but the two facets of stress management are related because the second one is impulse control. And impulse control is really your trigger point. So if you like, if you can handle 100 tons of stress or this amount Mm. of stress, um, what is your trigger point? Because if your trigger point is, you say, 80 or 90, that means that you never actually get as far as handling 100 tons of stress because you don't actually fully take on that amount of stress. So trigger point and also stress tolerance, very, very important for leaders in the workplace. I'm going to ask you to go through that again, Michael. Your stress tolerance is how much stress you can cope with before what happens, before you, you just say to hell with it and, and you crack or you give out or you... You disengage yeah. yourself. Okay. All right. You disengage yourself. Or let's go back to earlier podcast, Con, you respond inappropriately. Okay. So when we're past our stress level, we snap. Okay. So when we're, ha- we're mm. when we're in a situation where we, we have more stress mm. to deal with than we're, than we're able to deal with, mm. we may get angry, we get, may get mad, we may challenge our colleagues mm. in a very vociferous way, in a way that after that meeting or the following day, we'll regret it. Okay. So stress tolerance is something that ha- people who have higher levels of stress tolerance, mm. 130, will respond in a controlled way without losing control. Okay. So if you find yourself uh, going up to someone and saying, listen, I'm sorry about that this morning. Yep. I'm under a lot of stress. That's a, that, what happened there was you exceeded your stress tolerance. Absolutely. And okay. in, invariably, that conversation would move on to, and you know, one or two of the things I said to you yesterday were completely inappropriate. Yes. And they are as a result of the current climate here. Okay. Or, or this project going banjacks, or these yeah. customers who are let down, mm. or that delivery, or this health and safety mm. issue, or mm. this finance budget being breached. Mm. And sounds so sounds like a wonderfully therapeutic vent and a cathartic sort of release and say yeah it's tough isn't it but if you're the manager mm. and you're saying and you're saying this really the question is why aren't you doing something about this you shouldn't be letting this happen in the first place because yeah. it's in your power to address that isn't and, it and that's a, that you're, you're calibrating that there beautifully con because there will be points in the year if mm. you take a 12 month period trading mm. period and you're working as a leader there will be points where you go beyond your stress um, management what, what, sorry your own stress tolerance okay. at that point you need help Yes. At that point, you need to talk to your other managers or you need to talk to your own CEO, your own MD. It's a it's a it's a warning light, if you like. So there's there's two things there. First of all, the fact that you've snapped or the fact Mm. that you've lost control or or the fact that you feel out of control in terms of the amount of stress that you're under right now isn't a bad thing. Yeah. What would be worse if you weren't noticing it? 
And if you didn't do anything about and it. And if then. you didn't do anything okay. about it. So it's a warning light. No, I, I want to, I, I think I understand stress tolerance and, mm. and that makes that makes sense. And that's so, something that you measure as an emotional intelligence yep. attributes. The thing I'm not 100% sure with that I understand is impulse control, but I understand that it's it's different and it's related very much it so. It is. If you look at, say, an impulse control, if somebody got a score of impulse control of 75, it means that they're, it, it means that they're highly impulsive and they act on, on, on things very, very quickly in a stressful in a, in manager. A, okay, so in a work context how does that how, how does that manifest it, it, well what that would manifest itself is if if somebody has impulse control um 75 or, mm. or 80 quite low um they would get highly stressed when the last page in the photocopier has just gone through and the photocopier is now empty right that's now a catastrophe okay the world has now stopped turning do you get me no so impulse control. <laughs> <laughs> no. So but that, that that surely means that they have low tolerance to stress, is it? Or Very low. Well, automatically, no. if you have low impulse control, that will automatically drag down your stress tolerance. Okay. If you have very high impulse control. So, okay, so go back to the photocopier. You have high impulse control. What happens then? The, the photocopier has gone on fire. Yes. It has exploded. Yes. And you're cool. You don't respond. If your impulse control is too high, if it's yeah. 140, the whole office goes on fire and you still don't respond. This strikes me as really going to the core of, of what we talk about in terms of emotional intelligence in, in when we say that it, it, it really boils down to responding appropriately. Responding appropriately. Con- right. Now, the bottom line is, like I have coached people who have 50 people reporting to them directly in a production area. Right. Highly, highly stressful kind of environment. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with the hopes, aspirations, expectations and deliverables and the changes that the mm-hmm. business needs with all 50 mm-hmm. people. Um, so people like that invariably have high stress tolerance. They've built it up. Can I say, Con, as well, when, you're, when you work as a leader and you've been working, say, with five people reporting, then you move up to 10 and then you mm. move up eventually to 50, your stress tolerance goes up simply by being supported and supporting yourself almost like a muscle. So it's almost like you can carry more weight or, or that muscle is working better. Mm-hmm. Your, your stress tolerance will not increase if your impulse control doesn't increase with it. In other words, you have to be setting yourself higher limits of difficult situations. In other words, you have to be able for more and more difficult situations as you as you move up the ladder, move up within the mm-hmm. organization. Oh, I guess. Is it getting any clearer? Now? It is. So if your stress tolerance is high, but your impulse impulse control isn't yes uh, then you you can take on a lot of stress but you you don't have the impulse control to deal with it that's it okay that's it so in, in other words so you look for a balance between those you two look for a balance attributes. And, and in general you like to see the impulse control lower than the stress tolerance uh, as well so in other words because that becomes the person's trigger point mm-hmm. so if impulse control let's say impulse let's say, let's say stress tolerance was 120 yes which is a good healthy waiting that that mm. that's a senior manager that's a mm. senior leader's kind of stress tolerance at 120 mm. their impulse control healthy impulse control will be something around mm. 115 in other words coming close to 120 that manager that leader will say right i'm at breaking point mm. this is serious i need help this need, situation yeah. is starting to get out of control i need more examples here michael yeah. what, what, what about practical situations in the workplace um, um uh, so let's let's talk about uh, in general terms of stress management good stress management and bad stress management let's let's talk about bad stress management first. i mean bad stress management con um people will start snapping at their colleagues start snapping right. at their team members will um start having physiological effects so that mm. they'll, they'll start it'll start affecting their health it'll mm. start affecting their blood pressure and um, so people who come under stress mm. and they won't want to turn up for work a key thing 
it, lots of people are under lots of stress and they don't yeah. realize it. And this is another thing, Con, when you sit down with somebody and you, you see their, their stress management or stress tolerance is actually quite low and they're in a senior mm-hmm. position, invariably those people will say to you, I'm not surprised at this. I find it very hard to get out of bed in the morning okay. to face that situation. And in the case where they are a team leader or a manager, you're talking about a serious problem in relation to employee engagement if the person themselves are feeling disengaged in that way. Exactly. Right. Like, I mean, how much engagement can a, can a leader inspire mm. or drive within mm. a workforce if they mm. didn't even want to go into work mm. that morning. Okay, let's look on the positive yeah. side. Let's say we have a leader who drives higher levels of employee engagement. Yeah. How does he deal with his stress? What's what's characteristic of him? He's aware of the fact that he's at his, at his limit right. of stress. He's not afraid to say, I'm struggling. He's not afraid to say, this is out of control. He's not afraid to say, I cannot accept this situation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? In, invariably, Stress management, people who who are good at stress management, who are good, higher levels of stress tolerance, have very good mm. uh, high scores of interpersonal relationships. So the people who can dig them out. Okay. They can go on holidays, Con, and they have another manager who will keep an eye on their department. They have um, a crisis, um, a machine that goes down in work in a production mm. area, but there's one or two members of the team mm. that they have beyond really good relationships with. Yeah. And, yeah. the, and that person, they don't even have to say to that yeah. person, can you stay till eight this evening? That person will come up to you as yeah. a leader, Con, and yeah. say, I'll stay till eight. Yeah. I'll sort that yeah. out. And again, it, it's uh, it's interesting. You're referring to some of the, uh, to the interpersonal relationship, which we discussed last week yeah. in this context. And, and also the intrapersonal qualities are important here. Again, it's important to stress uh, in relation to stress. That, uh, <laughs> it's important to, under, to, to stress that none of these qualities are taken in isolation. No. Many of them are symptoms of other ones or of a combination of some other ones. Yeah. In my experience, Con, that people who have the highest stress mm. tolerance are people who have one or two other key attributes. Okay. The first one is they have very strong interpersonal mm-hmm. relationship, very strong social responsibility and empathy. So in other words, they get on very well with other people. Mm-hmm. What that means is that we say no leader is an island. Mm-hmm. When the wheels fall off, they have the credence and the goodwill yeah. and the discretion. Yes. They have the discretion of other people without even asking for it. Yes. There is a and, se- th- and that's because they display qualities such as empathy and assertiveness and other things, yeah. which makes other people respect them and ah, helps right. them sustain those relationships. And they, they have people who are engaged oh, yeah. towards them. The person who doesn't have those uh, good relationships may also mm. have a high level of stress tolerance, but it's actually driven by very high levels of emotional independence. Right. In other words, they have a clinical way of going on. Okay. In other words... And that can sustain them as well, really. It can sustain yeah. them. And yeah. it's interesting... When you're sitting down with a leader and their stress tolerance is sustained by emotional independence, in other words, they have emotional independence of 130 and they have stress tolerance of 130. The reason why they never get phased or they never get get into a stress is just Mm. they have a clinical way of going about Mm. them. Mm. And you're not necessarily saying that the that the building up a network of friends or or being the uh, emotionally independent person. You're not necessarily saying that one type of emotional intelligence is necessarily better than another. Or, no. But at the same time, these are all different ways in which someone can be successful, can be effective in their work, hey, and can, can respond can I just appropriately. Say, if you have if you have a really kick ass managing director yeah. who gives you no time and just says, "I want it done. I want it done now," mm. the only way to survive. If there's not another another job in your area and you can't get a salary Mm. to support four kids or your mortgage, the only way to survive is to become emotionally independent. To develop those resources within you, really. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it comes down to the choices that you have. You're working in a difficult environment. You have a very difficult managing director. Mm. You have 50 people working underneath you. Mm -hmm. Do you get me? Mm. So it it, it might be just a self-survival tactic Mm. that you become emotionally detached Mm. from the job. And that means becoming emotionally detached from the team, which means that when he shouts, I shout. Mm. But I don't get stressed. Yeah. 
Shouting is one of the best therapies for stress, Con. Going really? out into the middle of a field and having a scream, you know? So, so the emotional independence route to uh, stress tolerance... Is valid as well. It's is valid. Yeah. And, 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 and to simply point a finger at the leader and say, my God, you're just too clinical about the way you mm. work. Before you get on to that, mm. how does your MD treat you? How does exactly. the one above you exactly. treat you? So, I, again, and we're looking at... Uh, just to focus on this again, Michael, we're talking about emotional intelligence. It's, it's uh, a way of looking at a person's resources and a person's emotional toolbox, if you like, That's for it. dealing with the world, mm. dealing with what life tells about them. In developing someone's um, a leader's emotional intelligence, you're obviously working on their own personal development and yeah. it's very good and positive for them. Absolutely. But again, it's important to underline here uh, what's driving this in a business case mm. is that it drives higher level of employee engagement it does. and if you work one-to-one like this with a with a yep. team leader or with a manager yeah um you can see huge results throughout the team con if there's an md listening to this uh, podcast and thinking mm. about if they have people middle managers who don't want to go to work mm. no who's who, who, who's ever going to tell their managing director i don't relish getting out of bed in the morning yeah. and don't relish going to work yeah how well is that middle manager resourced in terms of driving engagement going forward you know, and that's 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 the question. So, and very often the symptom or the 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 one liner that will validate this um, low stress management uh, result that that sometimes leaders get mm. is that I don't relish going to work and I don't relish working with the people I work with mm-hmm. and I don't enjoy it anymore. In fact, there are several issues that I should be tackling that I'm not. I'm just putting them on the long finger, and that manifests the stress. Well, that's a leader disengaged. Yeah. yeah. And now we're into a whole new ball game because we started these podcasts talking about employees who are engaged mm-hmm. or disengaged. But now we're into leaders who are actually stepping back from their own team. Mm-hmm. If you're going to step back, you're not going to solve anything. Well, that's what we're trying to do is solve things, Michael. We're Absolutely. We're continuing, continuing positively, to, to positively challenge people. And positively challenge. We're continuing to work on it. That's the third of the, the areas in relation to emotional intelligence attributes in the context of employee engagement. And yep. we'll continue to talk about those uh, in the coming weeks. If that's people it. want to get in touch with us, how can they do that? And um, We have a comment line, Con, and that can be, that's an international mobile number. And uh, you'll be greeted and invited to leave a message. That number is plus 353 2205 and we can email you as well at michael at qbc.ie and these podcasts are published in a blog format on your website at qbc.ie and comments are open as well if people wish to participate in a discussion on the site michael as always thank you thanks con You've been listening to Michael Byrne on employee engagement. Michael runs QBC Limited, an executive coaching company based in the west of Ireland. Visit qbc.ie on the web, email michael at qbc.ie or call the voicemail line at plus 353 87 The QBC Podcast is an Edgecast Media Production.